0: This episode of the Seek First and Tiles podcast is brought to you by CHHTS Network, the number one source for Christian music and sports. Greetings once again to the Four Corners of the Earth. Coach Harve here, my man, Mr. Tiles. Fred, man, I missed last week. How you doing, B?
1: Man, not bad at all. Can't complain. It's It's hot. <laughs>
0: it's hot in New York, is hot in Sacramento, man. It's burning up, actually, 100-something degrees. Um, but I was able to catch the episode last week, man. I liked everything you had to say. Appreciate um, it. Really I really do feel like the NBA has stolen all the headlines, man. There, there were a couple things in baseball last week that I found interesting, and I think they stole it so much, in fact, that – I didn't even realize it was the all-star break, bro. Until,
1: brother. You know
0: yeah. what I mean? Until, you know what? Quick sideline, man. Uh, California Angels this week. We know uh, Tyler Skaggs passed recently yeah. uh, due to some, some unknown circumstances. Uh, kind of all of a sudden, the Angels last week all wore number 45. And on that day, they actually threw a combined no-hitter. So, <laughs> shout out to the Angels. Shout out, yeah. You know, I mean, it, it reminded me of uh Jose Fernandez when he passed last year. I think it was D Gordon laid out the game with a home run, a guy that doesn't normally hit home runs, and right. Just, uh, <laughs> the Angels aren't really a team you'd be like <coughs> looking for to throw a no hitter. You know what I mean?
1: By no means
0: um, <laughs> So that definitely hit that definitely hit the hit the headlines. But something else did too, right around the All Star break. Justin <laughs> yes. Verlander, Houston Astros man, has some words to say. And there's, I think, if I'm not mistaken, last I checked, Christian Gellich hit 30 home runs, his 30th home run about a week ago. Right. A lot of home runs, balls been flying out the yard. And we've been talking about it around the academy a bit. Okay. But he's upset about the baseballs. So he thinks they're making the game a joke. And when you look at them, typically baseballs have seams on them. The seams are basically not there. It's hard for pitchers to get a good grip. It's hard for them to throw their breaking stuff. But he's upset about the baseballs, man. Wow. I mean, he probably has some right.
1: As I said to you when we we were chatting briefly or during the week, baseball finally gets it. You need controversy. Controversy gets you headlines. Justin Verlander could have done nothing else but – um, I mean, I think what he did was made baseball, at least for a little while, he made it relevant again for right. me, you know, at least have attention. If not relevant, at least it got attention.
0: A little bit of attention, man, because I, I, I'm a baseball guy, and just part of it's being busy, how we have this year. But the, the all-star break kind of snuck up on me, man. That was quick.
1: Yeah, it was very quick. And for the most part, I mean, the base the season has been uneventful, you right. know. When you look at the, um, the, 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 the races, you know, there's no tight division divisions anymore. I mean, the wild card is the thing that people are vying for now. But, right. I mean, you look at the American League East, the Yankees have like six games, seven games, right? Um, you look at the Dodgers, the Dodgers are up, like, almost like double digits on a second-place yeah, team. Like, <laughs> <you're> right. <laughs> it, what do you do? So there's nothing really exciting to talk about, but then Verlander talking about the balls being juiced is like,
0: hmm, wow. wow. And then wow. you look at what's going on, a lot of balls leaving the
1: yard, man. Right. Of- right. So yeah. you gotta kinda think that, yeah, maybe he has a point. Yeah. Um to some degree though, the other side of it is is that the parks are getting a little smaller too.
0: Right, agreed.
1: You know what I mean? And, and the ones that are deep, I look at the, like, city field here. When city field was first built, I think it was, like, 425 to center field. Something like that, 425, 430. It was very deep center field. Right. But, um, you know, the, hitter, the power hitters were sh- struggling to hit home runs at home. And they yeah. moved in, like, 15 or 20 feet. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just to get right. that long ball out
0: you yeah, know. Man, trying to get people watching i mean i think back to exactly. the, the year right after they finished striking man it's who was that sammy sammy Sosa, mark mcguire going back and forth hitting all the home runs exactly they talked about it then on baseball's trying to make sure they get ratings and at the end of the day they're kind of like the the long step, stepchild of nfl who's king an NBA who's vying to take that spot right now with as busy as things have been. And I'm sure we'll get to that soon.
1: Yeah. I mean, baseball used to have the summer, right? When you got to the 4th of July, right? You, the sport you thought about <laughs> was baseball, it wasn't anybody else. It's true. But, but now you got like, all right, maybe baseball has a chance of, they have a, a, a really bad chance. And I say bad that, it could be September or October going to playoff baseball and the NFL could heat up.
0: Wow. True.
1: And you like, oh. get attention into the World Series.
0: Right. Especially with all the player movement, new new, 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 new places and whatnot. I yeah. can see that happening. Baseball could just get messed. Th-
1: think about the cities where, that enjoy baseball teams and, and football teams, right? right. Think about a city like Cleveland. Even mm. if the Indians do make the playoffs, if the Browns come out the gate hot, sorry. You know,
0: they, they're worried, they ain't going to be worried about no Cleveland Indians.
1: Right. Same thing with New York to some degree, right? The Yankees are in a playoff hunt, mentioned not so much. Um, yep. But if the Jets come out hot or the Giants come out hot, there's a good chance to some degree that the Yankees may not get as much attention. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Think about those yeah. cities, man. It's tough,
0: man. Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be tough for them to try and uh-huh. become relevant. Uh, I uh-huh. think playoff baseball for some, um, it's a little bit – it has a nostalgia to it. Right. Uh, so I'm sure that some ratings will be going, but I think that some of that could get taken away with the NFL season.
1: Okay. Really good. Easily. And,
0: right. Quick side, like, too, man, and and on that brief baseball segment. Okay. Sorry, baseball. <laughs> I, caught, I, caught, I caught some tennis this weekend. <coughs> it's been a long time since I caught some tennis. <laughs> uh, there are certain people that play. You mentioned when we talked about Tiger Woods a few months back, how you mentioned Serena Williams. She was actually going for major win number 24 this weekend against Simona Halep from Romania. Someone she had beat three or four times already. I think it's three, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Couldn't get it done, man. Tons of force errors. Um, she she didn't look tired, but she didn't look like herself. It took her halfway through the second set, set to she let out like a little roar or something because she, she she had hit some good shots. Right. Um, in a match where she didn't strike the ball very well, man. I was looking at some all the all over the field, all over the the grass there at Wimbledon. And, and won it pretty easily, man. I think uh, it looked like Serena could have been overlooking Halep, man, the the, the more that I look at it. Um, because possible. she just she didn't come out. She didn't look like herself, man. A couple double faults here and there. That's not common for her. Right. Um, and to see how it was done in a fashion that <laughs> it looked like, you had someone in Halep that had lost before and decided, you know what, I'm going to give my all in this Wimbledon final. And Serena looked like, you know what, I'm going to just throw my racket on the grass today. And I'm to <laughs>
1: today. Yeah, that is funny. Oh, my God.
0: That's I funny. What it felt like.
1: Well, you know, here's the thing. When she lost the first set, I wasn't worried because I've watched most of her matches um, for Wimbledon. Gotcha. And I can't recall a match that she won the first set. So – when she lost the first one, I was like, ah, typical Serena. This year at least, right? Because she's always, if you look at her matches, she's always seemingly lost the first set and won sets two and three. So I got no big deal. So she loses the first set. But man, what I realized seeing that match is that she's getting to that age now.
0: Right.
1: Where the the other girls are understanding you know, I can't match her ability to hit the ball hard. So they're not hitting the ball at her anymore. Right, make her move. They're making a move. And that makes sense. When you have a strong target like that, you got to make a move. And that movement hopefully tires them out. And possibly the side effect, not the side effect, but the, 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 the what's the word, the the accumulated effect, not the side effect, the accumulated effect of that is maybe – it takes a few miles per hour off her serve and her returns. You know yeah, what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, Tiring her out. Absolutely. If she,
1: yeah, if she's tired. And she's getting at that age that she's probably going to get that a lot more now.
0: Right. Well, she, you know, she gets one more opportunity, man. She has the open there in a few weeks out there where you are in New York. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, exactly. He Hope she gets that done. I like to see her get number 24. And then Sunday, man. So, I knew the men's final was going to be Sunday between uh, Novak Djokovic and Roger Federer. And, then, right. and that it's kind of like a power matchup, man. The doll's not there. And I forgot about my guy. I forgot about it. And then I get a an alert on my phone from ESPN that the fifth set is about to start. Oh, you know what? Let me check out the fifth set.
1: <laughs> Little
0: did I know I was gonna be watching about two hours of tennis, man. Ever in Wimbledon. Once you go, I mean, because you can win 7-6 in the first through the four sets. Once right. you get to the fifth sets, it can go to a tie break if you're at 12-12. Right. These these dudes went to 12-12 in some of the, honestly, probably some of the best tennis I've seen. Not as emotional as you saw Serena and Simona in the women's final. Okay. Both of them were a, kind of quiet, confidence, taking shots, wearing their, their unforced errors and – it was a match where there wasn't a lot of unforced errors. I think Federer ended up with about 27, 28 aces to Djokovic's nine. Oh, wow. And the reason I'm so surprised is because Djokovic did not break Federer's serve until the fifth set. And he actually did it twice in the fifth set. And then Federer was about <laughs> to lose the match in the, in the fifth set. Right. Down down 40, it might have been 40 love, but I want to say it was 40-15, battles all the way back, gets advantages, act, actually breaks him. And this was when it was about 10-9. He was about to win an 11-9. They ended up won 12-12, go to the points. Djokovic won it, man. But I'm impressed because in a match where Federer had almost 30 aces to his nine, Federer hit just some of the best tennis shots. I've seen some of the best angles and then Djokovic did the same thing and where <laughs> there was a back forth to where you would think, I think they played about four hours and 47, 48 minutes was I think the... yeah
1: Did it go down one. as the longest match in history?
0: Longest match in history. Longest match in history. First time they go to tie break and again, all I saw was the fifth set and I'm
1: like, <laughs> this is the
0: best tennis I've ever seen. Um, McEnroe was in the building when a guy I used to watch when I was a kid, but it's I haven't really watched tennis like that this year yeah. but it's when big matches are on TV I usually try to catch them I just happen to be at home but I had to make sure I threw some tennis in man cuz um Federer was looking for number 23 and came up short it looked like he had it in the bag for a while <laughs> but Djokovic was like no sir
1: I'll be very honest with you I watched the most of the Nadal Federer match okay um 2 days before and when the doll lost, I was like, there's no way Federer's being Joker. Wow. So I basically, in all due respect, I'm a you know, sports enthusiast, so I should have known that things have a habit to go a different way sometimes, right? Right. But I really, really thought Joker's going to wipe the floor
0: of Federer. He's going to wipe the Bro. floor with him. I thought it, it would it be a straight it type situation. It wasn't. It was 7 6 Jokovic. Six one Federer, seven six Djokovic, six four Federer, and then it went twelve twelve into the tiebreak.
1: And this is what I'm saying: when you hit me, and was like, "Hey, it's going to, it's going to points." And I'm like, wow. "What? Yeah." I'm like, because I have something else planned. Totally, I wasn't even paying attention to the alerts because I was like, "It's only a matter of time before Djokovic just demolishes Federer." Right. So I really plan to try to catch it.
0: Man, he won it, but there was no demolishing to be had. <laughs> like and, and realistically, Amazing. if I had the time, I'd probably take the five hours to watch that whole thing. Man.
1: Oh wow. Wow. It was see, that intense. It wow.
0: was that intense, man. I I mean wow. I had my eyes, <laughs> man. Wow. Wow.
1: That's that's something. Yeah. yeah so
0: definitely so definitely enjoy catching that. It had been a while since I got to see some good tennis. And in the midst of all of this, man, (laughs) as I missed last week, I got to listen in to you about everything that was going on with NBA free agency, man. The the NBA is on top right now in my mind.
1: Oh yeah. I think they, I think they may have taken a storyline from everybody. Like it only looks like they It's almost like they're saying, hey, the sports storyline, we're only letting you get a piece of the storyline if you got something juicy. So Wimbledon, okay, that's a week. That's two weeks. But we're not going to give you light for for the first week. We don't give you light for the last weekend, for the championship weekend. Right. Baseball, nah. All-star break, whatever. No big deal. Uh, Jewish baseball, hmm, that's something that can be part of the sports storyline. Interesting. even in the NFL, you got guys that are, hold, that are holding out. Melvin Gordon tells the Chargers that he's he wants another contract or he's not coming to camp. You know, Javini oh, G- wow. and Clowney. But we don't even hear about that on a news cycle anymore because that's not important because <laughs> everything is surrounding basketball. Absolutely. And basketball ended in June.
0: And <laughs> we're still talking about it like it's happening right now, but, but it is happening right now. Have, you see. Uh, I mean – I go back to one of the first things we heard was Conley to Utah. I'm like, man, that's a – the West is absolutely ridiculous. We got Utah. Denver, I think, is still in the conversation. The Clippers, obviously, with Kawhi. Beverly resigned. He's there with uh, PG-13, man. And I'm just – I'm looking at this. And then the Lakers are looking like they lost out because Kawhi's is not there. While they're nah. waiting to get their extra pieces, Willie Cauley-Stein signs with Golden State. Right. Ex- excellent pickup in my mind for them. I,
1: I, I think that's an excellent pickup as well.
0: Right? I mean, somebody can run the floor, plays, yeah. he put backs. It, He just fits what they do. Right. And then I like L.A. goes ahead and says, you know what? We're going to go ahead and make a few moves now too. And they
1: add, <laughs> they add
0: Danny Green. They add Rondo, I think they just got a uh, – what's the kid's name? Avery uh, –
1: Avery Bradley.
0: Avery Bradley, man. Avery so Bradley. When you look at this picture, obviously the East is there too. We know uh, Kyrie and KD are going to be in Brooklyn, even though KD is likely done for the year. Right. But when you look at the the picture in the West now, where are you with it? Because I know you're a Laker fan because LeBron is there in the additions. You have, I mean, defensively at least. And again, I, I'm just going to say defensively. I'm not going to say overall, but defensively, I can't see how the Clippers aren't the best defensive team in the league right now. On Am paper, I?
1: maybe. On paper, yes, maybe. Maybe. Who do you
0: like? Who do you like over them defensively?
1: I look at Utah, but Utah has questions for me. We know Ruby uh, Gobier is Gobert. there. Gobert. Yeah. Right, he's going to block some shots. Um, Conley is a pretty decent defender.
0: Yeah, I agree. The I question
1: think. for me is Mitchell, because now Mitchell's moving over to the two, with all intensive purposes. It looks like he's going to be moving over to the two. Right. So the question is, can he guard the two? Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I look at them. I look at I look at the Lakers. Um. And I look at what you can put out on the floor defensively when you could say, hey, I could throw Rondo, which is probably he's still top three in regards to defensive point guards in the league probably, right? If he's not top three, he's at least top four defensive (coughs) guards, right? You got um, Avery Bradley being a pretty dope defensive two. You could put Danny Green at the three. And then you can go AD and Javale McGee. When you look at that on a defensive point, kind of got to say, like it's gonna be pretty good on defense, be?
0: Uh, I think they're gonna be pretty good overall, man. <laughs> it, it's it, just looking at the looking at the picture in the West just in general. It's it's hard to call, man, because even Golden State who lost KD, right. Um, they go and add Willie Cauley Stein in the middle, and you, see, you still right. have Looney there. You still have Draymond. You still have the Splash Brothers, and you right. add Willie Cauley Stein, who runs
1: and, and D'Lo, the- and D'Lo from from from, right. from Jersey, All right. From Brooklyn, rather. Right? Excuse me, from Brooklyn. Wow. But the Splash Brothers won't. They probably won't get together until after the All Star Break. You know, Clay's That's probably right. out, That's right. until That's after right. the All Star Break. That's but right, I don't man. think the West is tough to call. I think the West is, is more in, in – intriguing now. I don't think it's tough to call though. The only, there's only to me, there's only three teams that got dramatically better. We about right?
0: mm-hmm. oh, Houston though.
1: Houston, got, Houston got dramatically better. Right? Because they they got Westbrook and they didn't have to get rid of anybody except for CP3. Right? right. Um, and they
0: uh, and Harden were having issues anyways.
1: Right. Clippers and the Lakers. Those three teams to me other the ones that got extraordinarily better. Then you look right. at the teams that got marginally better. I look at um Golden State. Nah, Golden State took a step back. Because when you lose when when you when you lose K D, unless you're bringing LeBron or Kawhi in, you <laughs> took a step you took a step back, B. <laughs> you, you took a step back. I think they took a step back. But the two teams I think that did marginally better was Portland and Utah. I like what Portland did. We just Wait, got to what to do? They brought in Hassan Whiteside, Right? They signed, they re-signed Rodney Hood. Mm. And then the kid that they, I forget the kid's name that they signed. He's a, the kid from Nazir. The kid from North Carolina. The right. kid is a baller. I like.
0: Everybody for NC can ball, man.
1: It, nah, Rick Fox wasn't no good.
0: My man used to rain three. I'm not saying he was a superstar. Oh okay. <laughs> but my, man, my man
1: Holly dropping threes. Man. I, I, I can name, a, I can name a slew of catch from North Carolina that went to the league, and I love North Carolina that went to the yeah, league. It was kind of like marginalized careers, like
0: yeah, yeah. You
1: right. You probably got to the league because you went to North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I saying? But those teams, I think Utah got marginally better, but we won't know Utah's full extent, in my opinion, until the season starts. Right. Because like if Conley gets hurt, right? But if Conley plays the entire season, with this with, with um with the with the shooting guard, man, a Gold Bear, yeah, they could be okay. Um, but that to me it's it's the West is now top heavy, and okay. then you have those two teams plus Golden State. You have Portland and Utah. And then you got to throw Golden the State in there because um, they're probably going to get rid of D'Lo at some point in December. When they're able to trade him, they're probably going to get rid of him and get some more pieces. Really? They, you know, okay, every-
0: so you don't like that fit for them?
1: For No, because he likes to – we haven't seen him in an offense where he does not ball dominant. When he was in the, with the Lakers, he was ball dominant. When he went to Brooklyn, his all-star year last year, he was ball dominant. You're not going to be ball dominant in, uh, in the world. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, no chance. Uh,
1: no right. Chance. So we got to see. We don't know if that's going to. I mean, ideally, if we're playing 2K, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's but just like 2K, is, yeah, but this is 2K. This is real life. Right. So if that's going to fit, I mean, don't get me wrong, though. A Steph Curry at, a, at the two with Delo at the one could be explosive. Could be yeah, really close. and I think
0: we're, we'll probably get a little good <laughs> early just because they're going to be doing it without Clay. Right. So you're you're gonna he's gonna probably more than likely have to run the point and Clay off the ball a little bit more than he. I mean not Clay uh, Steph off the ball a little bit more than he right. normally.
1: Right. Right. So we'll see. I know there's prognosticators out there, guys that get paid more than you and I <coughs> to do this that have predicted Golden State's not making the playoffs.
0: I can't see how that's possible. Not making the playoffs?
1: Yeah. Who, said, who,
0: said, who gets paid more than us this that? I forget.
1: There's a dude on ESPN. I think there's also a dude on Fox Sports. That kind wow. of it's
0: not, not even an eight Who they got nah,
1: replacing? Not making the playoffs. They got, they, they got all kind of teams. They got Sacramento in the wow. playoffs, which I don't understand that. Not over mm-hmm. Golden State. Yeah. Um, I who else did they throw in there? They threw another team in there. I don't know if it was Minnesota. I got back
0: down, huh? This, this ain't ain't O two, bro.
1: Yeah, right. I, I got I got Golden State as a six or seven seed. Easy. Six yeah, or six. Five seven. six seven. Five six
0: yeah. seven.
1: They get in, but I can't see them. I can't see them not getting, especially OKC that's taking a step back. Oh, big playoff team, I should. Right. They, C P three they
0: Right. cp 3 and nobody else, right?
1: Right. Well, oh, I know what they did. They have New Orleans <laughs> and Sacramento in over Golden State. That's what it was. Wow. Right. So they, I guess they figured Drew Holiday and um and Zion are going to get New New Orleans to the chance, to get to the playoffs.
0: They like they like uh, Zion year one like that like that. Yeah,
1: I, I don't know. I think that's little. Yeah, that's I think the sh- smoking a little bit, but it's hard. And that, and and they, that they, good, good. They got that good, good, but I can't see gold. unless somebody unless Steph gets hurt. I can't see them not making the playoffs. Mm, yeah. I can't see that. Yeah. I can't see it.
0: They off on that one.
1: Bro. Right. I can't I can't see it. But I, I in the West for me is the Lakers. <laughs> There's no other way.
0: So if you had to, give me who's your top four for the West?
1: Oh, easy. The two LA teams, one and two, right? Lakers and then the Clippers. Then I would have to say Denver. Denver is sneaky good. They didn't lose anybody. Substantially. Right. Denver right. sneaky good, and then the number number four, I'd say Houston. Wow. Those would Sneak. be my top four.
0: So you like Houston that much? So here's here's my concern with Houston. When <laughs> I look at it, I realize they played together before in OKC, being right. Harden, Harden and Westbrook, right? But when you talk about ball dominant, you talk about D'Antoni's offense, right? I mean, there's one basketball there, fam. Both of them cats love the basketball in their hands. How does that work? I mean, on paper, I'm like, man, you know what? Hey, that's a, that's a power duo right there. Right. There's still only one basketball, man. I think
1: D'Antoni's offense allows the two ball-dominant dudes. They made it work with Chris Paul and James Harden. You know, one of them is going to have to digress a little bit, obviously. But, um, and which one that is?
0: Yeah, I mean, does that lead us to the same place we were with CP3 and Harden, though, where there's animosity because one's getting a rock more than – I mean, you're talking about a cat who's been averaging a triple-double for two years,
1: and I then a guy
0: who's been right there for the scoring title for the last two, three years. You know what I mean? You know, it's funny. I think if anybody is going to take a step back, it's going to be James Harden. It, it, I feel like it would have to
1: be. Right. But, no, it's not going to be – it's going to be forced because – You got to think Westbrook plays D, right? He can handle the rock. So a steal, there is no steal and get it to the guard. Westbrook has the ball. He's gone, right? Right. Boom. He's banging it on somebody. Still
0: one of the quickest dudes I've seen with the basketball ever.
1: Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So just on the strength of scoring opportunities. Right. He plays defense and he rebounds. I think Westbrook – is probably gonna have a slightly better year than James Harden. Um because he does so much. James Harden only affects the game passing and scoring. Right? James doesn't play any defense. He will get an occasional triple double. He'll rebound a little bit. I gotta give him right. that. But Westbrook affects the game when he's focused. Right. Everywhere. Westbrook can get to go know. grab a steal, you know, not not a floating steal. Not not right. I'm out in outer space, just standing here. Oh, there's the ball, let me go. You know, not that, but more of, I'm going to lock my man down. Kind of like what he did, and I know this is kind of crazy, but kind of like what he did with Rubio in the, in, in the playoffs. Right. When Rubio exploded Um, last year in the playoffs, last season in the playoffs. Westbrook said he won't do that anymore. And Rubio didn't do it, no, he didn't do it anymore. He took it so that Rubio got off and he was like, that won't, he, you know, it won't happen anymore. That was his comment, right? Uh-huh. And He made sure it didn't happen anymore. You call this man that on national TV saying, yo, you had a great game. You won't have another one. Not this series.
0: A Eastern conference, top four.
1: Philly. Cause I, I, I believe Ben Simmons has come back with a, with a jump shot.
0: Man, I, I I truly hope. So. <laughs> I really hope. So. <laughs> really hope do, you. and
1: I'm sure they hope so as well. <laughs> right. Philly, right. Milwaukee, um, Boston,
0: mm. Indiana, Philly, Milwaukee, Boston, Boston Indiana. Indiana. I like. Indi- I like what Indiana did. Brilliant. No, uh, no, no rumblings from Brooklyn with KD down.
1: Nah. Not this year. I mean they'll make the playoffs. It's the east. But I like what I like what um Indiana did. If they get a healthy Oakland depot back, if, right? Yeah. They added Brogdon and they added Jeremy Lamb. Them three together, I think Indianapolis, they're not going to the they're not going to the championship. Right. I think that makes them like the fourth best in a west in the east. <laughs> But, man, things could happen. Things could happen. Pieces are Always move. do. Pieces are going to move. We Look at Toronto. Toronto has virtually no one under contract after, at the end of this year. All their guys are in their last year, they're just about – Wow. They're key guys. I'll say it like that. All wow. All key guys are in the final year of their contract. Mm. Resign these guys before the season starts. If Toronto's out of it, like they, they figure, hey, we're not going anywhere. Maybe we get to the playoffs as a six seed, or a seven seed. They might be sellers during the, at the trade deadline.
0: There's a chance they could be.
1: Right? I mean, you think about it. You get Paul Gasol, I mean, Marcus Hall during the trade deadline. That changes everything. It's not, it's not in the stat sheet, but Marcus Hall's defense on MB probably, I know we, we say it's Kawhi's last minute jump shot, but if you watch that series, Marcus defense on Embiid was probably the major difference in Philly not getting to a chip or Milwaukee not getting to a chip. Wow. Chips. And that was a trade deadline situation.
0: Thank you for listening in on the Seek First and Tows podcast. If you are interested in advertising on the podcast or would like to sponsor the podcast, reach out to CHACS Network on Instagram or Facebook.